1: at t slash
0: now. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. Before they were legends of Outlaw Country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision and her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Before we get started, let's talk about Pushnik. Pushnik is a subscription program available exclusively on Apple Podcast subscriptions. Members will get access to bonus content like extended versions of our Beastie Boys and Brian Eno episodes. You'll also get ad free listening to many of your favorite podcasts like Revisionist History, Cautionary Tales, The Happiness Lab, and ours, Broken Record. You can try it for free for seven days. Sign up for Pushnik and Apple Podcast subscriptions. Brockhampton's original members formed after posting on a Kanye West fan message board and started making music in the Woodlands, Texas, a pretty unassuming suburb of Houston. Since that time, they've turned the idea of a boy band on its head. With as many as 14 members at times, Brockhampton's deconstructed the traditional pop star rap ethos by being unapologetically inclusive of racial and sexual identities, and not letting any one sound define them. Today, Brockhampton's frontman, Kevin Abstract, talks through the group's sixth and latest album, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine, with Rick Rubin. In an effort to recapture the spontaneity of their early career, the group all crashed together at Kevin's house while recording their new album. We'll hear Kevin talk about how the project slowly evolved from a pop album to something darker and more rap driven. Kevin also explains how supporting one of the group's members through losing their dad became the album's creative thrust and talks about why their next album will probably be their last. This is Broken Record, liner notes for the digital age. I'm Justin Richmond. Here's Rick Rubin with Brockhampton's Kevin Abstract. What's been going on since I saw you last?
2: The last time I saw you, had like a super early version of the album. And then we just started working super hard on it right after.
3: Even then, I remember you had already been working on it for the longest ever.
2: Yeah. Like two years, which is a very long time for us. Yeah. Because usually it's like, we'll spend six months at most. Like that'll be long for us. Mm-hmm. So two years was a lot. But you were so excited off of the uh, like the more rap driven stuff. Yeah. So it made us just like go in and make a bunch of rap stuff.
3: It Seemed like you had the same, like when we were listening to it together, I don't think I was alone in feeling that. Like I felt like, I don't know, seemed obvious.
2: Yeah, I agree. It just felt right. Just new for us really. Yeah. Cause the last time we put out our biggest song was like a and b song. So it was fun to do something that was like super left. It was more challenging too. Yeah. In the
3: group songs, how do the, um, again, because there's so many voices, how do decisions get made? How does it end up being whatever it ends up being? Everyone
2: shows their ideas. Yeah, how, how like, do you do it? We keep the mic on, and if anyone has something to say, you just record it, and we'll record all the ideas, everyone's ideas. No one's like left out of that process, and then, then basically, me and Romil will just sit there and go through it and be like, "Oh, we think the song should be like this, like yeah. this, like." Uh, 32 bar verse you did might make sense if we chop it up and turn it into a hook or something. And then maybe re- re-record it and it feels more like a chorus or something. And it's kind of just like, just pure expression, fun, letting everyone just do their thing, whatever you got to say, you know. And at that point in time, would the song have a shape yet or it would just be like a
3: long track?
2: A long track, maybe a loop. I, I love starting with loops, you know, just like a, a vibe and then just throwing... Ideas at the wall, freestyling, passing the mic around, like, just fun shit like that. Oh. Yeah. And if you, before editing it, if you were to listen to all of the ideas,
3: might that be an hour of ideas or 10 minutes of ideas?
2: I think it depends on the energy of the room. Like, if uh, if people are really inspired that day, it might be, like, hours, yeah. Sometimes people will be freestyling and they nail their whole, like, idea within that freestyle, within, like, 30 seconds or something, so... It really just depends. It's an amazing ability,
3: the freestyle. Like to get the freestyle that feels like I wouldn't touch it, right? And then it's incredible.
2: When I was a kid, someone told me, one of my friends told me that um, Dre used to like let Snoop just freestyle, and then Dre would just like cut up the best parts of the freestyle to make a verse. Don't know if that's true or not, but like I just held on to that for so long and applied it to just making stuff with Brockhampton. It's pretty fun
3: really cool let's say you hear all the ideas mm-hmm. and then you have a vision of what it's going to be and you edit it down might then someone come back around and say okay based on what it is now i have a new idea and i want to add it in so that happens sometimes
2: yes that happens all the time
3: and how often does the music change from the beginning from the when the vocals first when the vocal ideas first go on the track mm-hmm. how
2: often does the music change after that almost every song really <laughs> yeah almost because what happens with me is like i'll i'll like it when we're making it but i'm like this feels kind of generic or feels stale i think just because i hear it for so long in the room on loop while everyone's writing mm-hmm. and then i'll just be inspired to like take it to a completely different place which sometimes doesn't make sense and then we stick with the original yeah so that's why like sometimes it stays there but usually we always end up somewhere else this probably has an interesting effect on the vocals too. When you
3: write to one thing and then change the music, I imagine it could bring out something different in the vocals than was originally there. Always, yeah.
2: And sometimes it sounds off a little bit, but I like that too. Yeah, it
3: could be. It yeah. could it could really make sense in a in an off way. It could right. be interesting. Right. Maybe we start listening. I'm really I'm anxious to kinda cool. hear hear yeah. where it ended up.
4: My mom's in the same house my dad died in, all alone. Trying not to be paranoid, trying not as they're calling it. Because every headline is a reminder that the world's fucked. So I'm just trying to see the light in between the clouds. Still love that
5: sunshine. When I look at myself, I see a broken man. Remnants of my pops put the glock to his head. Nothing ever goes planned, couldn't make amends. Forcibly pretend I don't give a damn. At a loss, aimless, six feet deep, suffocating can't face it, can't change it,
4: ain't make it, master plans by the maker, I see no savior, Over reflection is stainless steel, alcohol and pills, deadly combination left with nothing else to feel, a floral haven, hope it was painless, I see you in the faces, places, am I making, reflections
5: off a broken mirror, fragments of my fear glaring back like who's there? I can't stand myself beside myself, I see you there, I know you care, felt numb since September when I heard the news, what I do
4: to speak one last time, think I always will be haunted by the image of a bloody backdrop, skull fragments in the ceiling, felt your presence in the room, heard my mother squealing, master
5: of disguises, ash to ash, dust to dust, voids behind my eyelids, blacking out, bleeding out, silence. louder than a twisted tongue lying, as sick as our secret, shadow people and needles, fading People that stories from purgatory, I miss you, for the record I can fly Around the world absorbing light
4: Something's missing deep inside Something changed in Texas, guess I missed the message Look, I missed my exit, I'm living like a Jetson. I was broken, desperate, leaning on my best friends. Only shot collars I was around was bartending. Ain't no love in this game, my mind, this is not tennis. Take your shoes off, we just did the card said, I could take the hatin', I could take the praising. it's all noise to me, I'll turn into Satan. Y'all suck in the matrix, red pill, blue pill, all these different faces, all these different cases, shit, y'all done see me naked, so I'ma wear what I want now. coming I love the attention I'm a bastard in public I still struggle with telling my mom who I'm in love with subtleties in between where these diamonds gleam when Thanksgiving come around I still don't see them when Christmas come around nigga, I still don't see them so the world who I was before I got to no end to give my people money in exchange for their freedom I would give it all
3: Where did the, um, the sample at the beginning, the talking sample come from?
2: I was listening to 2001 by Dre, like every day while working on this album. And uh, I think it's the beginning of Fuck You. There's like this, uh, there's this girl talking on the phone. And I just thought it'd be cool to have, let the audience know this is like where the journey starts, where the story starts, like really with the album. So I just called Joba. He's on the first verse. And... The album's pretty much about him losing his father basically and us being there to support him and like following him towards the light and him sometimes following us towards the light like just this idea of brotherhood and all that kind of stuff so i just called him and just put the phone next to the mic and like interviewed them and talked for like 20 minutes kind of and then um he sat with us and we picked the, the moment that kind of like summed up the song the best and then just made made so much sense. It's so cool, and it just feels so personal and real. And he was getting very, very honest on the call. It was, it was really feel cool. it. Just walking it's, around, like you feel it, smoking, talking, opening up. It was, yeah. it was cool. Very beautiful, very
3: beautiful. And I love the music. It's so cool. It sounds like what was the inspiration? Do you know for the for the music?
2: The original song was like eight minutes long, and everybody was on it, everyone in the group, and it was it was very hard, but it was slow. And then there was this moment. Where, where Joba's verse, when I heard it, I was like, it'd be cool if it just, like, if we got super, like, 60s, like, rockish and, like, a full-on departure from what the original song was. And the original was, like, a kind of, like, 90s rap, but, like, modern drums on it, like, mood-wise. And we all ended up liking Joba's verse over this, like, rock sample so much that we just ended up making the whole song be that. And then uh, our, our friend Baird, him and his brother, like, redid the sample in, in terms of mood they made like a a new version of it and that ended up being uh that song and that's that's my favorite on it too it's
3: so cool it's so cool it reminds me like an italian horror movie you know like 60s italian horror movies yeah dario argento mario bava those kind of movies like from another like from another time and from another place but rock but from another place you know like it it has that uh international flavor
2: that's cool it's really cool we had um retro futurism written out and we had that on the wall in the studio and that's kind of like the idea so like if you hear the album or look at the videos you don't really know what time period it's from it could be like super modern it could be nostalgic like a mix of it kind of super
3: cool and it sounds almost like retro sci-fi like like yeah. that could be a sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. music from a 70s sci-fi movie
2: yeah that's also the yeah the other thing we're chasing cool that you hear that that's awesome. yeah if it,
3: you feel it it's great let the next one a
6: million little pieces all add up to nothing lately swim within my bed sheets it's something like a celebration what's the occasion The I know I'm sweet like a loan, see this house till I won't if I can swallow my
7: pride Would you admit when you wrong I know it's easy To just skip it flipping out and you go Maybe I wouldn't be so tested When you came for my go. Got dinner only Kitchen table Make sure everyone know I made my Sunday mornings Feel like Friday nights I feel like booby miles Under these Friday lights Ready to pounce on any pussy ass bitch Come for my life I'm tired of validation I'm tired of wondering What
6: the fuck I gotta do to save you You been in this shit For years I can't be a savior be true? oh my are everything I million little pieces, all add up to nothing, baby. swim within my best sheets. It's something like a celebration. What's the occasion? What's the occasion? I'll stay running from something I can't see True colors, blinding Fuck away from me Gunning for something I don't need I lead Two lies, find me Who's to blame, who's to say I leave, forced to change Forced to face my seat Break a bit, breaking in Timely Good on my own, but I've been feeling alone I gotta go Don't ask why Watch the thumbnail know and the time fly, either way it goes. Scribble out a line, get the picture different from when I'm a A million little pieces, all add up to nothing. Swim within my bed sheets.
2: So cool. Thanks. Great. That's one of my favorites.
3: It's really unlike everything else, and yeah. it, but it still fits in. It's beautiful. I love
2: it. I think it was just, it was a loop. I think like Romeo had it planned and Joe was just there on the mic and like he showed me his, his verse and the hook and I don't think he knew what it was yet. Did it really have all the guitars on it? Not all the guitars. It was like, it was, a, I don't even know if what was playing like stayed on the track because we redid a lot of the guitars and stuff. But it had a, a rock feel like this? Not even. It was very like indie bedroom feel. Yeah. You know, like there was like a, a drum break and, a, and like a lead guitar. And I think we were all just like right into that. It was moodier. It was closer to like the how the song kind of starts.
3: It's so cool. And also the songwriting style is really different. Like it's not rap and it's not pop. You know, it's like it's just a whole different, more, more rock really. But it
0: fits. That's like just what I want to hear from us. It works. Thanks. We'll be right back with more from Kevin Abstract and Rick Rubin after a quick break.
1: Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1st, 2024. Terms and more at applecard.com.
0: Snag a job is where America goes to hire Hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell
1: from Revisions History. In my book, David and Goliath, I tried to figure out how some people find the strength to take on the established way of thinking and turn it upside down. What does it take to be a disruptor? And I concluded that a disruptor is someone with a rare combination of three traits. First, you have to be open. You have to be willing to see and do things in new ways. Secondly, you have to be conscientious to follow through and make things happen. Those two are obvious, but the third one is the crucial one. You have to be willing to do what you think is right, even when everyone around you thinks you're an idiot. There isn't a brilliant innovator in history who wasn't surrounded by naysayers. Most of us can't take that kind of criticism and we fold, but the disruptor doesn't. They soldier on. I've been looking at disruptors and their success stories a lot lately, partly because I'm working on a follow-up to The Tipping Point and Market Disruption, plays a key role in how ideas take off, but also because I'm going to be the keynote speaker at this year's Unconventional Awards from T-Mobile for Business. It's an event where customers are recognized for kicking convention to the curb to elevate their company, while also doing meaningful things for their community and even the world. In fact, I'll be presenting the first ever Tipping Point designation, a new special distinction honoring one entrant that sparked transformative change for their organization. If this event sounds like your thing, I encourage you to find out more or even enter the Unconventional Awards to be recognized for your disruptive thinking, win a donation to a charity of your choice, and much more. You can enter before July 31st at t-mobile.com slash unconventionalawards. That's t-mobile.com slash
0: unconventionalawards. I'll save you a seat. We're back with more of Rick Rubin's conversation with Kevin Abstract. But first, here's their new song, When I Ball, from Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine.
7: My mama said I didn't come into this world with tears. Instead, I welcome how I open eyes and open ears. Became the glue to a few things that couldn't be repaired. We saw a future in each other, blending hope and fear. Some things you don't get to the side, it's just the face you share. I used to try to hold the weight that she would need bed, watched up was going on vacation for a couple years. When they came back, they needed clothes. I had no souvenirs. I pick up the phone. They calling us from correction. But nothing is wrong. It's filling my heart with questions. My mama is home. I'm following her expressions. Her dropping a tone. some things that she had to mention. I nodded. I listened. She had all of my attention. But you on your own, there's going to be some directions. I need you to follow. We'll never make an exception. I nodded. She held me and wished I would be protected. This is the child All my sucker free shit, since I was a fetus Pulling up at the dock in a monster 626 And my dad was trippin' bad, hit the gas like car chase Light blue in the bag, mama getting labor pain. Drop my sister at the Bose, like house was 23 Sweat dripping down the face like river running free Dark morning with the fog pouring in and out the trees Every moment through they eyes seem to zoom at light speed before me She lost was still on tragedy Gritting the teeth down to the roof, paint like a cavity Holding hands like they glue. Radio channel on news. Valentine's with an X up on the calendar they do. I would be a fucking baller like them posters on the wall. A little stain could be the beauty in it all. The all out trouble. Most your luck was rubbing off. Sticking to you like Mars You my cake. You my rock forever.
2: Really cool, that one's different too because uh, the beat was just sent to us. It's Chad Hugo. Wow! Really? Like, oh, this is this is cool. We killed it. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. We had lyrics for, we had the lyrics already for the verses for another song that we couldn't finish, and then Dom had the idea of just putting his verse on that track.
3: And did it come in with all of it, like all like that?
2: Yeah, I think the only thing, uh, I think Baird did some additional like drum programming on it, and then. I think Chad wanted to like add some strings at the end, like live strings, but we ended up liking the program strings more. Yeah.
3: It's so good. It's cool. Cause it like, it feels like it comes in hard hip hop. Yeah. But as soon as you hear the chord changes, it's got this like wistful energy, completely different. And the two together makes it really new. So good. So good. And the strings are great. Yeah. He killed it. I love it. Good work, Chad. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> great work. When you first heard the track, did you know that you want to do something
2: with it? I think it scared me at first a little bit because I'm just so used to our sound. Yeah. You know, so hearing something that is out of our world a little bit, there was some fear there. And then once I realized I was scared of it, I kind of like just leaned into it. And like, this could actually be kind of cool on the album.
3: It's great. And it sounds really good coming after what it came after. It really works in the sequence. Awesome. It's good, man. Beautiful song. Thanks. How do lyrics typically come to you?
2: I guess I usually follow the, the sound of the track and like whatever emotion the track pulls out of me, I'll kind of like lean into that and, and follow that. Will
3: you start with cadence before you start thinking about words?
2: Usually always cadence or melody. On this album, I was thinking about the words first, actually. Just again, just trying something different, seeing where I would land, you know would you write
3: lyrics independently of writing to the track? Like, would you just write, if you hear a phrase or if you come up with a phrase, would you
2: have a note of? I think I would hear, like, uh, we'd all be in the room together, the track would be playing, and I would, like, just leave the room and walk around the house or the neighborhood or something and just, like, think of lines that felt true to the emotion that the track pulled out of me, you know? And and I wasn't thinking about cadence at all. I was just thinking about, like, what do I want to say and what does a song need me to say, you know? And am I even needed on the song? That kind of thing, which would be helpful though. Cause then once I had a better idea of what I was trying to say, I could go in and listen to the other verses from the guys and give a more like useful critique, constructive. It wasn't so like, do I like it or not? Different, different approach for me.
3: And it starts with you writing. How do you decide whether it fits into the Brockhampton world or whether it fits into Kevin abstract solo?
2: i think it's an emotion thing as well like emotionally if it feels like so true to me and something like like more personal more personal more yeah. vulnerable i might like want to save it for my own thing
3: makes sense personal statement
2: yeah that's what your album is it's yeah like, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah but sometimes i like being super personal in the group stuff too because i feel like the guys like protect me in a way mm-hmm. you know and like having them like stand next to me makes me feel a little bit more comfortable with saying something that I might not be comfortable with saying on like a, on my own song or something. Interesting. So
3: in general on this album, the lyrics always started based on the music. Like you'd, you'd hear the music, you'd find the emotion in it. And then you think about what you want to say. And then it would build from there.
2: There are some songs where it was like, I want to make a song where like I, where there's like aggression and, we didn't have the track yet. So it was just listening to a bunch of music and then you find that one sample. It's like, oh, that's it, you know? And then I can go and write my rap based off that.
3: I see. It would always be the energy. It would never be like the words or the or the phrasing that you would have in advance. It would be more like the emotion. The emotion. And yeah. then you would find music that captures that emotion and then write to that. Exactly. It's interesting to talk about because there's no right way to do it. Everyone finds their way in. And um, sometimes when am listening to music, knowing what the artist was thinking or what the process is just gives more like um i wouldn't say it changes the listening experience but just maybe can deepen it
2: yeah my first goal was to make a pop record like just like big pop songs super melodic fun and just like summertime because i felt like the last one was pretty sad and then as the year went on it got all crazy like i i just felt like, like i wanted to do something that felt um that represented life more so it just became like a a darker, more like rap focused album. And I was listening to like a lot of Dre and Beastie Boys and stuff like that. And I was like, this could be like way more fun, way more interesting, more challenging.
3: I remember when we talked about early, we had a conversation where you were asking about, about if you made a pop record, how could you make it where it's interesting and challenging? Mm -hmm. And we talked about, I remember the conversation. Yeah, exactly. That it'll be fun whenever you get to crack that code, that'll be another great thing whenever that happens. You know? I kind
2: of want to do that for the next one. I was oh, cool. that. yeah. The next one is supposed to be our last one. Tell me about that. I don't know. I think it's like, I don't want to overdo anything and I, I don't want to end the group, but I want to like just stop putting out albums as a group and then let everyone just go off and do their own thing. And maybe in a few years we come back if like we're inspired to. But so, it's,
3: so it's not a breakup. It's more just a, let's not do this for a while. Yeah.
2: Or maybe let's not do this ever again. Yeah, but yeah.
3: we'll see. No, no future plans, right? How's the general consensus feeling about that? Are people excited about it or afraid?
2: I think people are excited to get out and just like do their own thing. Cause the group can be restricting in that way creatively cause it all has to like filter through me or Romil. So I feel like creatively, some people are like held back at times. They might wanna like do this super like trap focus song and it doesn't make sense for the current aesthetic of the album or something, you know? So or a super pop song or whatever, you know? So it'd be cool to like, just see where everyone goes. Is everyone still living together or no? Not anymore. For this album though, we we did it at my house. So it was cool. We all were like under the same roof, air mattresses and all that stuff.
3: How would you say that the group has changed over time? Like from the early days to now, how would you describe the differences?
2: It's not a good thing to say, but I would say it's less fun making music for sure. You think because it's less new? Hmm. I think so. I think it's like, sorry, we're getting together to make an album. But before I was like, oh, let's make an album. It's going to be crazy. Like what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Why else might it be? Yeah, I guess it's just not that fun sometimes when it's like making an album because, you know, you have to make it isn't like, just doesn't feel the same. You know, you don't have to make it.
3: If you don't want to, <laughs> you know yeah, that. Yeah, no, I know, I know.
2: Which is why it's like, yeah. this
3: should be the last one and for a while. Would you say creatively anyone's grown apart or no? It's just, it's just, we've done this.
2: Creatively. I don't, I don't think, uh, maybe a little bit, but not in the, like not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I feel like in general, people are just growing apart. Like just getting older. It's not the same. Cause we don't live together and we're not like always hanging out and talking like the way we used to. So definitely feels different it's a hard thing to navigate because we want to keep doing it it's just like not as exciting yeah but uh the end result always makes us very excited like once we get through and and we listen back it's like wow this is this is amazing this is fun
3: it's a lot of work yeah
2: it's a lot of work
3: and i could see how that like the more you do it the less fun it could get yeah
2: exactly (laughs) it makes sense especially with so many people yeah you know and I wanna make everyone happy. I want everyone to like the, the final sequence to like the, the artwork, everything. So yeah. then it just gets like draining sometimes.
3: It does seem like if everyone likes it, it's probably better. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if, if, if it passes the test of everybody in the group.
2: If we're all excited and we yeah, love it. Yes, like it
3: kind of makes it bulletproof in a way. It's yeah, like, exactly. You know,
2: and then we could all be you know, confident with it when we have to go promote it and talk about it. And if people don't like it, at least we know that we love it. Absolutely, That's way absolutely.
3: It'd be a fun thing to think about if, and when you decide to do more, how could you set it up where it doesn't feel like you're just doing another one, you know, where it really feels like this is some crazy, like you set up the situation to be a crazy situation that you're excited about. Could be like doing it in a, you know, in a country where maybe nobody speaks English or like, you know, some, some introducing some foreign element
2: just make it feel new again. Yeah. Yeah. Could
3: be interesting. No, that'd be great. It feels like the, the headspace really plays into both if it's fun and how good it is.
2: Yeah. This was hard to make because we wanted it to feel focused and not just like cool vibe songs like what we normally do. Like it's like say whatever you want and then we'll move on. Yeah. Really like taking time to just get the words right, get the, the messaging right and like understand what we were trying to say before even saying it before writing the song so th- i think that was like we had to like step it up as writers you know yeah. and really like push each other to say new things you know yeah because i feel like with a lot of the brockham the songs at this point i've kind of said like uh the same things in so many different ways So it was like how can i make it feel new like you're saying you know
3: thinking another thing you can try next time that would be different, really different, especially because this one took the longest, would be to impose a really tight schedule, like saying, you know, we're going to be somewhere all together for, I don't know, a month. And in that month, we got to start to finish. It's got to happen in a month and everybody come prepared, like, you know, like come with any, any, any starting points. But don't share them, you know, until we get like it. All starts the day we walk in, and that's cool. Yeah, it's like again, it'll make it fun because it's not just this endless process, and could be sort of an antidote to the last one of just yeah. like this is the it's on, yeah. and it's o- and then it's over. So enjoy it, you know, enjoy this little window because that's cool. Yeah, it could
2: be fun. That's an exciting idea. Yeah,
3: it's like again, it's like the any opportunities to find a way to set up the situation to where
0: it's a new challenge you know it's a new makes it fun i like that we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more from kevin abstract snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs, on-demand, attempt to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that.
1: that's T-Mobile.com unconventional unconventionalawards. I'll save you a seat.
0: We're back with the rest of Rick Rubin's conversation with Kevin Abstract. Here's their new song, Don't Shoot Up the Party.
4: All American self-hatred runs deep. White boys, all I see whenever I sleep. Niggas think I think these thoughts on purpose, but I knew about NSYNC, folk cash could rule me. Colonized minds by masters and slaves. They both hate niggas and like niggas the same. Homophobic, I tried to gang bang. I tried to get laid, I had to get paid. Hopped off the ship, I land on my feet. In Corpus Christi, I got my own street. Running this shit like it's a track meet. I had to go back home, I seen too many niggas. Black whales, let them live well What a miracle we dreamed, a million stories to tell You are now tuned in, baby, to the new classic New machine, keep the peace, keep them dancing Don't shoot up the party, don't shoot up the party Please, please don't shoot up the party Don't shoot up the party Please, please don't shoot up the party Don't shoot up my You whims and woes for the people in the back
7: standing on their tippy toes. Don't give a damn what the journalists wrote. Always standing inside like they in the catacombs. On the prowl like a lion in a stone, watching for the prey that might slit his throat It's about time that I let your ass know y'all deserve the guillotine even more. Kiss my ass, chew my balls like it's mistletoe. Fuck that ass, get cashed by the truckload. Lay this out with my dogs, but the city closed. You in for a hell of a ride? No I'm damn right, older every single but a little bit swipe. Fucking fine need it all though. Dedicate this to my family in Chicago Stay down, I'm sorry,
4: stay down, you're ugly. Uh oh, oh, oh. people need more the money. These white people don't love me. Uh oh, oh, oh Stay down, I'm sorry, stay down.
3: It's gonna be incredible live.
2: Yeah, I can't wait.
6: That's gonna be fun.
3: Crazy party track. (laughs) Yeah. How'd that one happen?
2: Just jamming. Yeah, everyone was jamming, and I grabbed the mic. I was freestyling, like just trying new things. Yeah. And it went on for like, like forty-five minutes to an hour. So cool. Then we just started editing it, kind of like, oh, this part could be the hook. Don't don't shoot the party part. Then we spent the rest of the night like everyone just writing their verses. I was afraid of it at first. I felt like it was like kind of cheesy and i was like oh it's not hard enough i love it so much now though
3: it's so good it's so good in in that it's like what it's talking about is clearly serious and hard and the music is just this party yeah and that juxtaposition is so cool
2: i think it wasn't fully there yet at first when i when i was hating on it sonically it just wasn't fully realized and i think once uh We kept pushing it towards the party thing like you're saying and it started to like make all of us love it way more
3: yeah it's just just cool the contrast between what it's talking about and the feeling of the music is really cool yeah i love that
6: dear lord lord will you come down and help us? Brother, oh. so please, Lord, he needs you more. Lord. I want you to let him know that he's Love shines through like the light. Let him know you want him to fight. Hey, where do I go now? So God bless you, love. He-
2: I was looking for like interludes and stuff like that for the album, and I asked kieran I was like, "Could you go and make like a bunch of interludes?" And he said he had this poem that he wrote after uh, he found out the news about Russell's dad and he just took the poem and turned it into a song with him and his friends, uh, Ryan and Nick. They like all put it together, and he played it for us. Like, wow, this is perfect.
3: Really beautiful, and feels like it adds a whole other dimension to the album. That, that's really good.
2: Thanks. Yeah, I think it helps keep pushing the the, the message. You know, from yeah. when you first hear that the the phone call at the, at the beginning of the album, like just keep kind of going back to that, and then having these moments around it that like help highlight the band and and Russell and all that stuff. So so good.
3: Also, the first devotional Rockhampton song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any um,
2: touring plans coming up? I think uh, we're going to Europe, hopefully beginning of next year and hopefully we get in the studio this summer and make the other album. Yeah. But think about your idea. Yeah. It'd be, <laughs> uh, just to just
3: switch it up and it'll bring a different energy, like a different focused energy when you know it's like,
2: I think we need that.
3: This is not, yeah. It's a good, could be a good, uh, healthy experiment. You,
2: Do you know? think a month is enough time? Would you say?
3: I don't know. It depends on you. Like I know the Beatles made their first five albums, all five within one month. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Since so it's, it's doable, it's like just depends how different your your rhythm is. Yeah. It would be good to come up with something both realistic and really challenging when deciding on whatever that number is. You know, right. like it has to feel like you're in a hurry from the first day. Yeah. <laughs> because that it'll just make it different.
2: That'll change the whole experience. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's exciting. What else can you tell me about it? It's definitely my favorite. Album we've made, I found myself like actually listening to it and enjoying it. So, super proud. And this conversation makes me want to do the next one. Oh, great! Yeah, that's really positive. No, it's super amazing. Yeah, yeah for real.
0: Thanks to Kevin Abstract for talking through the making of Brock Hampton's latest album with Rick. To hear Road Runner, New Light, New Machine, and our favorite Brock Hampton tracks, head to BrokenRecordPodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash broken record podcast, where you can find all of our new episodes. And you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Record. Broken Record is produced with help from Leah Rose, Jason Gambrell, Martin Gonzalez, Eric Sandler, and Jennifer Sanchez. With engineering help from Nick Chafee, our executive producer is Mia LaBelle. Broken Record is a production of Pushkin Industries. And if you like this show and others from Pushkin Industries, consider becoming a Pushnik. Pushnik is a podcast subscription that offers bonus content and uninterrupted ad-free listening for $4.99 a month. Look for Pushnik exclusively on Apple Podcast subscriptions. And if you like the show, please remember to share, rate, and review us on your podcast app. Our theme music is by Kenny Beats. I'm Justin Richmond.
1: Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you, and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry, and me, I'll be there too. Enter now at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there.